not sure what I saw, but from what I've read online, it sounds a lot like a skinwalker. A little backstory might be needed. My family moved recently to Arizona from New York. Currently, it's my dad, my mother, and myself. We moved here to get away from the bad influences of the city. Or at least that's what my dad says. And as a bit of a getaway, my parents decided that a camping trip would be nice. Especially since everything is under lockdown again. Now, I'm no stranger to camping, and have done it many times growing up. And if I have to say, I'm actually pretty good on my own. My dad always says, even though I'm a girl, he feels like I'm tougher than a lot of guys my age. I'm 19 by the way. My dad and I would just take a backpack with enough food and water for a few days, and rough it out in the woods. We would even hunt deer and things like that. My mom would never go with us because she said it was in her place, and would rather stay home and clean up my dad's messes. With that being said, we went out to the Navajo camping ground that my uncle takes care of out here. I have only been here once before, but I was really young and don't remember much of it, other than a lot of my family members getting together out there and telling stories. Well, I think what just happened will become my own story that I will tell the next time we're all together. We set off after saying our hellos and whatnot to my uncle, and drove about 20 minutes out to a good spot, where we hiked it up off-road for a bit. My dad likes to say if there's no cell signal, then you know it's a good spot. I like to say he's full of shit, and just doesn't want to talk to my mom. The day went by really good. We set up our tent and got a decent amount of firewood together. Even made s'mores, which are a favorite of mine. As it got later and later, my dad decided to get some rest, as he'd been up since 4am that day, and I still had a lot of energy, so I decided to go on collecting more wood for the fire, and staying up a bit longer. Now, we have walkie-talkies just in case anything happens, when we're separated, so I took mine with me and turned on my dad's, leaving it just outside of his tent before I went out. It was really nice outside at this point. Early on the day, it was pretty hot out, and we didn't have a spot with a lot of shade. As I walked, I remembered looking up at the night sky. It felt like it was full of stars, at least more than I'd ever seen before. In the city, you don't really see things like this, because all the lights block out any of your space. Just get a lot of planes. Then the strangest thing happened. I'm not sure for how long either, because I was in my own head at this point, not really paying attention. But I noticed how quiet it was. Most like any life around me had just gone away. No bugs making any sounds, or sounds of birds in the night. Nothing at all. I didn't really think anything of it at the time, and kept walking. This is the part that really scared me though. As I was gathering wood, I heard someone on the walkie-talkie followed by my dad's voice calling out my name. I couldn't really tell what he was saying, but I figured he was just checking on me. I just said that I wasn't too far from the campsite and that I was still getting wood. Again, the voice called to me, but mostly static at this point. After that, I walked back to the campsite where I noticed the walkie-talkie no longer there, and my dad's tent zipped up. I figured he must have gone back to bed, and not too longer, I must have passed out because the next thing I remembered was the next morning, and my dad waking me up for breakfast. When I asked him if he couldn't sleep last night, he responded with, No, he slept fine. 
and probably some of the best sleep he's had in a while without my mom shoving her feet into his ribs at night. When I asked about what he had said to me on the walkie-talkie, he said that he didn't use it last night, and when we looked around for his walkie-talkie, we found it about 30 feet away from where he'd been sleeping. My dad thinks it must have been in my pocket and fell out when I went for a walk, but I know that I set it outside of his tent and turned it on. But we brushed it off pretty soon, and didn't think about it very much after that. Now, keep in mind, it's around 9am at this point, and we decided to go out for an early morning hike. About 25 minutes into the hike, my dad's back started act up, so he decided to take a faster route downhill, and said he would meet me at the bottom. I was okay with that, as I'd hiked alone before, and this wasn't anything new to me. We split up, and I continued my trip taking pictures of everything I passed that was interesting. About 10 minutes passed, and I heard my dad's voice, but it sounded muffled. I figured he must have caught up to me somehow. I looked around, but I didn't see him. And again, I heard my dad's voice, but this time it was saying, help, and stuck. I yelled out that this wasn't funny, and that's when I saw his walkie-talkie on the floor. I grabbed it, and it smelled really bad, like when you pass by a trash truck. Again, I called out to my dad, but the voice I heard had changed, and sounded almost raspy, like a chain smoker's voice. Also, my dad doesn't smoke, so keep that in mind. I was now running down the path back to where I'd separated from my dad. As I did, the smell got stronger and stronger. I was pretty much gagging at this point. I looked around, and that's when I noticed it. At first, it looked like a deer, but much larger. I could only see part of its face at first, but soon the rest of the thing started to show. It was bipedal. Whatever the fuck it was, it slowly started to stand on its back feet. That's when I noticed its true height. This thing must have stood at least eight feet tall and had these human-like hands, but the fingers were much longer and almost came to points, and its fur was very dirty, and you could see its ribcage poking out in spots. I wanted to scream, but the only thing that came in my mouth was hot air. It started making these clicking noises as it started to walk forward towards me. My fight or flight senses must have kicked in because the next thing I knew, my feet were moving faster than I'd ever moved before, but I could still tell that thing was gaining on me. I didn't want to look back though, just kept pushing forward until my lungs were almost filled with fire. At some point I must have lost the thing because I had made it back to the campsite and it wasn't behind me anymore. My dad wasn't there either though. I waited for him for what felt like hours, but must have only been about 15 minutes tops. I remember crying at this point and trying to explain what I had seen. My dad says it was probably just a coyote, and that I shouldn't go out by myself again. This all just happened about two days ago, and I'm just looking for answers now as to what I had seen. this today not for myself, but for others to hopefully shed some light on what's been going on. Recently my family has been getting harassed by something at night. We have called the cops already to check out what it might be, but we live far away from the nearest station. They don't always get here until hours after what has happened. It started a few weeks back. We live in a farm that my family has had for years, and where we make our living from. 
It was late at night when my brother called out to me saying he heard someone or something out by the field where we keep the cattle. And by this time we had made it out there. One of the newborns had been torn to shreds. Even the morning when we went back out, we couldn't find the head or one of the legs. There was no drag marks or anything. The strangest part is that there wasn't even much blood besides what was on the cow itself. A few days later, the same thing happened again, but to one of the bulls. Now, this bull must have been at least 1,500 pounds and was already fully grown. My dad found just its lower half outside the field where they stay and long gashes in its body. We had already made a police report before and when we called again, they didn't have any answers other than we should set up some cameras on the property. Now this property stretches over 80 acres, 15 of which we actually use, and there's no way we could really set up cameras here. We did end up getting some more guns though. Now this just happened last night, and I'm scared of whatever it is, it wants more than just cattle. I was outside doing some chores and getting all of our livestock fed. It was around 6pm by this point, and I was already on high alert due to everything. I was walking to the stables when I heard my brother saying my name. I called out to him saying just in a bit, and that I was almost done with what I was doing. As I walked to the stables, I saw my brother, and had to do a double take to where I just heard his voice. I asked him how he did that, and he didn't know what I was talking about. When I told him that he was just calling my name, he swore up and down that he didn't. We looked at the field and saw something that we don't usually have out here. It was a large dog, or possibly a wolf. It had to have been the biggest goddamn dog if it was one though. But what was even stranger was how it walked. It would walk like a dog for a bit, but would stand on its back feet. Now keep in mind we're at least 200 feet away from this thing, and it was a good distance from where we kept the cattle. I went to the second story of the stable and looked out to get a better view. That's when this damn thing started running like a bat out of hell but not on all fours. It was straight up running like a man, and towards the cattle. I jumped back for a second and had to compose myself. I'm not ashamed to say I pissed myself a little when I saw this. Looking back, it jumped over the fence that stood at least six feet. In one motion, he grabbed one of the cows and jumped over the fence with this 1,000 pound creature over its shoulder, making it look like it was nothing. We hurried back to the house and told my parents what we had just seen. A little bit later, once it was nighttime, we were all just getting ready for bed, when I heard it. A loud knocking noise outside my window, then a slight tapping sound. This went on for about three minutes. I was so struck with fear that I couldn't move, Then I saw its head slowly appear from the window. Keep in mind that this window sits high, and the foundation of my house is also high. Whatever it was, it must have been nine or ten feet tall or it was standing on something. I could see its breath hitting the window, fogging it up, and its black hands tapping on the window and outside wall. I remember it went on like this for a bit until it stopped, and I made a beeline for my mom and dad's room. That was on the other side of the house. This thing must have seen me because when I went out of the room and looked back, it was gone. As I ran across the house, I could see its shadow outside passing the windows and following me. I didn't even knock on the door, just went right in, and I think I scared them more than I was. After telling them what I had just seen, my dad decided to phone the police again, and we waited, 
They showed up after a very long time though, but couldn't find anything. There were scratch marks outside of the window that was on the side of the house. I still don't know what happened or what the hell that thing was, but I'm writing this now and I just want answers as to what we need to do. This story's not my own, but from my father. He recently just turned 90 this past month and said he wanted to share something that he hasn't told anyone since the day it happened. I'm currently 45 years old and wouldn't believe this story if it didn't come from my own father, who for as long as I can remember has always been honest and true to his word. He told me that when he was much younger, before he ever met my mom, him and his younger brother were out for a walk. We live in the Navajo area in northern Arizona, almost touching Utah, and this story takes place in the same area. He told me that his brother was only about 10 at the time, and he was 14. They did what most kids did back then to keep themselves busy, and play hide and seek or kickball, and that one night when they were out playing, he and his brother, along with a few friends, were out playing. He was a seeker and had to look for everyone. Once they found someone, they would have to go back to the starting point and wait for everyone else. After looking around, he found everyone but his younger brother. That's when he started to get a little worried. He and the rest of his friends went out looking for him and calling out his name. And that's when they found him. His brother said that he was shaking and had what looked like mud all over him. They had seen a large hand covered in fur grab his brother by the head and walk away like nothing. He then explained that what he had seen was, in fact, a skinwalker. It was tall and walked like a man. Its head was deformed and looked like that of a dog, and its limbs were long and twisted. They never found his younger brother's body, and the police marked it up as a wild animal attack. My father told me that he would sometimes hear his brother's voice in the middle of the night, but it sounded scared. Hey friends, thanks for watching the video. If you have a suggestion for the next video, I'd love to see them in the comments down below. Also, don't forget to hit that bell icon and hit all notifications to get notified when I drop a new video or stream. And if you'd like to get early access to my videos before anyone else, please consider supporting me on Patreon, where you get that and some other fun perks for just $1 a month. And I have my podcast now available with all my past videos. That can be found on all major podcast services. I also have some new merch available on Spreadshirt. All links to these and my social medias will be in the description field down below. And remember, it's only gay if your balls touch.